This is To The Point. A Rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Hey, what's up To The Point listeners? It's your boy, Cristiano, host of To The Point Home Services Podcast. And I do not have my co-host, Tall Paul, because he's kind of being a little asshole today and didn't show up to Las Vegas. He's in Louisville. But that's okay, because I have an entire audience of co-hosts. What's up? True good. Oh, yeah. So uh, this will be different, interesting, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. I have on the show today my guest, also a customer of Rhino, Mr. Jason Bueller from Bueller Air Conditioning and well, Jacksonville, Florida. What's up, buddy? Feeling great, man. Loving it. You look good. Thanks. Where's your glasses? I did leave those uh, up in the room. I should have brought them. Hey, did you guys see in that video of Jason's, the dude that was like jacked and had the phenomenal beard? I, was, I saw that video. I was like, first off, the beard's amazing. I, can't, I still can't grow one at 42. But those muscles, son of a bitch. How many push-ups a day are you doing? Thousand bullshit. No way. Not a chance. You got some in shape guys there. Jeez, good grief. Hey, listen, um, I want to just I wanted to share a couple things. One, I want to just say thank you for being willing to come up here and do this. Um, and I think it, your story is exciting. And when I talk about five percenters, Jason is a five percenter. He's not the biggest company in his market, but he is doing all the right things he has to do to become a big company in his market. He's a five percenter. He's implementing, and he's done those things. And the reason I want you guys to hear that from him is that way you can hear his input on how he's taken what I've taught him or the account managers have worked with him to learn, implement, put into his business. How hard was it? How easy was it? But then what was the outcome of doing it? The effort. Was the effort worth it? You know, that type of stuff. So first and foremost, let's go ahead and let those who don't know who you are, just let them know how you got into trades and then all the way up to where you're at today. Sure. So it's... I think it's kind of a cool story. Right out of high school, I was just a couple of days out of high school, and I had a really good friend, and his dad owned a heating and air business, and they came to pick me up to go to a horse race, and I jumped in the back seat, and I'll never forget his dad, Lauren. He looked in the rearview mirror, and he said, Jason, what are you going to do with your life? And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. I said, I don't know, Lauren. I, I need to get a full-time job. I've got a part-time job. And he said, that's great news. Um, I'm going to make a fine heating and air man out of you. You start Thursday at 6, do not be late. So I showed up that first day, and it felt like heating and air conditioning really kind of chose me, if you will. And I got into the trade and, and really loved it. And, and Dayton, Ohio is where I'm from, so I spent my first three years of my career there. And I literally went to Florida on a vacation uh, to visit some family members. Absolutely loved the scene. Uh, packed up and moved there a month later. Uh, went to work for an air conditioning company there. Uh, that was a really great you know, training ground and a place for me to learn some skills. And I kind of worked my way from installer to service tech and then to in-home sales. And I did a pretty good job of that and ended up getting a job with Train as a territory manager. And it was, it was fantastic. It was like, you know, BDR training and all kinds of business classes and things like that. And then the economy started, you know, really tank. Uh, 2008, 2009 were really rough. Uh, my job was getting more difficult and the pay was getting less every year. And my wife, I've got a great, very supporting wife, and we have three kids. And at the time, my daughter, it's her birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Junebug. Happy birthday, Junebug. She's 12. She's hey, my little princess. For the record, I think we're all, like, pretty much backed by a strong wife. 
So I'll never forget, it's like December 2009. I came home from work one day, super frustrated, and, you know, I had like 50 accounts, and not all of them were exactly great at air conditioning, and I frankly just thought I could do a better job than, than some of these people, and, and I'd learned so much from them, and I was grateful for that. And I came walking in the door, my wife's in the bathroom, bouncing little June bug on her hip, and I said, honey, listen, I need to talk to you about something, and she said, what is it? And I said, just hear me out on this, just hear me out on this. Um, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to cash in our 401k and take all of our savings, and I'm going to start my own heating and air conditioning business. And hey, stop right there. Can anybody else relate to that story? <laughs> right? So I, I'm, I'm looking at her as I'm telling her this, and she said, stop. And I was like, oh, no, what is this? And she said, listen, I believe in you, and if this is what you want to do, I support you. And from that moment on, it was like failure was not an option. So I, I started the business. And, um, Wait, what year was that you started it? So I, I left my job in January 2010, and I had the business licensed and up and running by April. And we, we just really charged right into the marketplace at that time. There was a $1,500 tax credit, you know, to replace an air conditioner, so that was really nice. That's right, yeah. And we started, you know, direct mail and stuff like that. And we, we did okay out of the gate there, but the next couple of years were really tough. And we just continued to, continued to try and do the right things, you know, generate good reviews and things like that. I felt like we were doing, you know, everything right. But um, a few years back, you know, I, I just realized that we didn't market very well. So uh, we ended up, you know, of course, rebranding. And um, now we've, you know, really accelerated the business in the last few years. I've got some fantastic, unbelievable employees that have helped me get to where I'm at. And they're, they're truly like partners. I've got three of them in the back here, Kyle, Matt, and Ryan. Ryan's my sales manager, and Kyle and Matt are my two top-performing technicians. And, uh, man, these guys just kill it. And I'm, I'm so glad that they're here with us today. And that's where we are right now. Good Okay, so I want to back up just a second because you actually skipped past a couple of things that are really important that I want to share. Um, when you decided to do the brand, rebrand, what was the thought process in that? Because obviously it can be, it can be expensive if you look at it like that, like just an expense. You don't understand the reasoning behind it. But how did you, what made you decide to make that decision and what was the outcome? Well, I had a really shitty brand. <laughs> That's a good reason, is any, I guess. Dan told me all about it the first time I ever talked to <laughs> I'm sure he did. No, we, we were called Air Source America. We wanted to sound like a big brand. Oh, just, so total name change, too. Total name wow. change, total everything. And we, we knew we were really good at air conditioning. We just weren't very good at marketing. And for many years, a lot of my friends were busting my chops, and they were like, dude, how'd you come up with Air Source America? They're like, your last name's Bueller. How did you screw this up? <laughs> I feel like that's a given. I know. It's the first thing I thought But of. at the time, I didn't want to be last name Heat in there, you know, so... I don't know. So I finally got over myself and decided I was going to uh, look at rebranding. And um, I'll never forget, I interviewed a couple of companies, and I kept finding these designs that I really liked. And one night I went home, and I showed my wife the Timo's brand, and I said, I just love this brand. I'm, I'm obsessed with this brand. i got to do something awesome like this. Like, you can't rebrand twice. you you got to hit a grand slam on a rebrand. And she said, well, honey, who did that one? And the light bulb kind of went off. I was like, God, I love her. So we started doing some searching, and I got to the Kick Charge website. And, I mean, it was, you can imagine for a small, you know, contractor looking to rebrand, getting on Kick Charge's website, I felt like I'd found the holy grail, you know. So that's, um, that's kind of how we got to that point. And then came the cost. Then, then came the cost, and also just 
the whole process of doing a rebrand because, you know, it sounds, you know, looking back now, it's like, oh, man, it's a great brand. Yeah, that shouldn't be very difficult, right? But it was difficult. Um, we were, you know, about a $2.5 million a year contractor. And at the time, I had, I had some doubters for sure. I had some fellow contractors that are like, hey, man, you're really going to fuck this up. You know, uh, smartac.com, smartac.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. Smartac.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. You're, you know, people are going to think you went out of business. But looking back, they were jealous of where we were, where we were headed, and they probably knew it. Happens often. So we... <laughs> We got into the process, and I definitely just, you know, started to get a little fearful. We went into it in the winter, and it's kind of a long process. And we'd given some money to kick charge, and I kind of got in my own head, and I started getting really fearful, you know, like, gosh, I hope this is going to work. I hope these other, I hope these doubters aren't, you know, right about this. And through that process, I was, you know, trying to communicate with Dan and stuff. He could definitely sense, you know, that, that something was off with me, but I was like, man, I just got to get past this fear, you know, if I can just get past this, I'm sure everything's going to be okay. And my instincts have always been good. And my instincts led me to that decision that I'd made. And once we got through it and got on the other side of it and launched the brand and everybody loved it, it was like the weight of the world was off my shoulders. And credit to my team, my guys, you know, um, Ryan was like, dude, you are overthinking this, man. This is going to be a grand slam, dude. Just stop thinking about it. So we got on the other side of it and... Um, Man, it was just a, a roaring success. And that was, honest to God, Dan Antonelli changed my life. Good grief. That's awesome. Uh, so, why well, he's sitting in here too, so don't, don't I know. swell he, does, he doesn't need any more anymore. of it, but I got I to gotta let him have no, it. No, it's all good. So, I appreciate that. And you know what? One thing that's cool about your stuff is I talked about the four Ps, and then I had the fifth P on a personality. You're lucky enough that in the brand is the personality too. Because you can piggyback off the Bueller, so you kind of have that already. So that was a big decision. You made it. It was an investment, not an expense, right? Not a cost. It was an investment. Definitely and an a investment. very great investment because that part matters. So that was a big decision you had made. And after all that, it turned out, and it was really good. Now, well, there was another one that you had to make after that that you had some struggles with. What was that? Well, we had been with the same Internet marketing company for several years, and they had done a pretty good job for us. But I started, you know, Dan turned me on to the, the Facebook groups where I was able to meet and kind of, you know, meet with a lot of the people that are here and get really inspired by those people. And then uh, I started listening to the To The Point Home Services podcast. And three or four episodes in, I was like, man, I love this tracking that you're talking about. And I remember going to Ryan, my sales manager, and saying, listen, we got to make a change. Like, you know, the last time we made this big change and it worked out great and I felt like we hired the best people in the industry to do it. And I said, I think that this company that I've been listening to on this podcast, I think they're the best. I think we're going to hire them. I don't know how much it costs, but I don't, I don't care. We're going to do it. So, uh, so we, 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 hired, we hired you guys and that was, I think, in November of last year. And, you know, it was a little bit slower getting the onboarding process and everything. And then you're in the slow months in Florida, January, February. But um, as soon as it turned on, like from March on, it has just been gangbusters. And we have just been murdering the, competi the competition and 
and we've got them on notice. Yeah, man, it's been really fun to watch you grow and, um, and seeing how engaged you and the team are in the process and spending the time in the process with your account manager and going through the gap we talk about. So do you, will you, are you cool with, like, sharing any numbers with us? Like, do you have, like, any success you've had or anything that you've had with having implemented this, like, down to revenue, percentage, yeah. anything like that? I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Hopefully you know them. <laughs> we're up really big over last year. You know, last year we did about $5 million. We're close to doing $7 million this year. Uh, through the summer, we were doing a quarter million dollars a year in brand new business that we could track with brand new customers from the website. I've never been able to track stuff like that before. I've never, before I felt like AdWords was like, I just can't participate in that. Like, I'm not, we're not the right company for that. It's too much money. I can't track it. This year, we've killed it on AdWords and Google Local. So having the confidence to know that you're going to get the report, you're going to actually see what you're going to get for the dollar, really makes us want to be able to, to spend heavy. So do you feel like um, the monthly go through all the data, all this stuff is worth the time that it takes for you to do it? 100%. I absolutely love looking forward to the reporting call. Um, it's always a really, you know, positive thing. And we've learned a lot, you know, from Rhino and the culture there and the things that you guys are doing to give back and keep your employees engaged. And it's, it's motivating us to want to do the same thing. I love it. So um, I, it's always easier for a digital marketing company when you've got an amazing brand. It's, like, it's always easier. So it's been fun to watch you do it in a market. And, and that's a decent chunk of growth that you're having, too. And maintaining the bottom line is a positive aspect of that. But we're not guessing on numbers as we're scaling, right? Correct. That's the fun part is now we're scaling this thing knowing what it should, what, we, what to expect and spend to scale and to how to manage the revenue. And all. so it's, that's the whole beauty of this process of tracking these things is, as much as it can be a pain in the ass to start doing, once you start doing it, it becomes easy. It becomes easier. So those are two things. Now you had a third thing that you're like, okay, well, this is the next thing I got to chip away. You got your brand, you got your marketing, and then you show up here. Now why are you here, Jason? I'm here to learn from the best in the industry, pick up some nuggets, and, um, and hire the best sales training in the industry. So... You got your branding on point, you got your marketing on point, and you're getting your sales training on point. I'd say that's a couple, that's a, that's a hell of a three-legged stool, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I excited to see what's next for you. Um, what's always interesting to me is seeing the different types and sizes of companies and how they engage with this type of stuff and how they uh, approach decisions like that, and then what do they do with them. And then I love being able to have you share your success story with the, in front of your peers. Like, to me, that is the most rewarding thing to be a part of. So it, I just get to do it across 800 customers. It's so fun to watch this type of stuff because my heart is to help you grow. Like, our, the, our motto of our company is we exist to grow your business, period. Do I want to grow? Yes, but not at the expense of you not growing. Because this is as personal as it gets. Like, we are in business. Yes, it's a business, but it's personal, man. Our families are involved. You know, businesses like mine, my entire family is involved in it. So as long as we have facts to share, there's no trust issue ever. Like, we're always going to be on the up and up with one another. But it's going to, so that way I know that, hey, I can manage our reputation. And I know exactly what we're doing, good or bad, good or bad, because we don't hit home runs every month, good or bad. But we always know exactly where we stand and we know how to scale. Absolutely. And at some point in time, you're going to hit 10 million quickly, and we're going to celebrate out on uh, what's the name of your boat? The Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put a slide in there. Right? Oh, man, I couldn't do it. That boat was pretty badass. 
I'm going to be there on Saturday, but I don't have any time to go on your boat. But next time. So last question for you because we're bumping up against time. And thank you for sharing that story. What, I always love to ask people this question as well, but what's next for Bueller Air? Well, what's next for Bueller Air is uh, we've got a software changeover coming up soon. Um, and we're, gonna, we're looking at, we've, we've done an acquisition in the past, and we're looking at some, some future acquisitions as well. There's no major player in our marketplace. I think the biggest company is like 15 million a year, and we've got a wide open market in Jacksonville. So we, we think we can scale, and um, we're going we're gonna to see if we can get to 20 million. Love it. Well, listen, man, thank you for uh, coming up here and doing this, sharing the story, sharing some of the details. Thank you for being a five percenter. Um, I'm certainly grateful for, uh, our, one, our business relationship, but then the friendship that comes from it. Um, and, and hopefully, man, my hope is that it inspires somebody in here that, I mean, it's, it's not like you're a $50 million company yet. But you're making all the right moves and, and progressing the right way and keeping the business healthy, but you're making very strategic decisions. So no longer is your gut instinct kicking in because you've got data to support the growth. That's what it's about, man. All these big guys scale companies because they're looking at numbers. It's a calculated risk, right? So listen, man, for the sake of time, too, I appreciate you coming on here. This will probably be the shortest podcast we've ever done in the history to the point home services podcast but thanks for coming on man absolutely thank you hey true grit thank you for being a part of this i'm uh you know I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to have been here in the first place and hopefully that you guys are able to take something away from what i shared that you can implement and it moves your business forward and i'll tell you what i would love to hear it for anybody that knows i'm pretty active in the social groups i love to hear people's stories i love when people reach out to me sometimes it takes me longer to get to you than i would like because of the volume but I would love to hear if you implement something and you have a success story. Would you guys do that for me? Somebody share it with me. If you implement something and something positive comes from it, will you please do that for me? Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, listen, you got J-Dub coming up soon. I'm excited to hear him. I appreciate y'all. God bless you.